Philippians 2 and 10 says that at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow in heaven, on earth, and under earth. Everything must bow to the name of Jesus, and every tongue must confess that he is Lord. So every name, his name is above every name. His name is above sickness. His name is above lack. His name is above things that haven't been yet named here in the earth. His name is above every name. So when we speak the name of Jesus, there's power in that name to shift atmospheres. There's power in that name that your body has to line up with what God has said. That your bank account has to line up with what God has said. So the name of Jesus is powerful.
bless the name of Jesus. Come on, lift your voices and lift your hands and let's thank God that Jesus is Lord. Come on, that Jesus is Lord. That every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. He is our Savior. He is our healer. He is our peace. He is our joy. He is our deliverer. He is our provider. He's everything we need him to be. So let's bless the name of the Lord Jesus because he is Lord. Amen. Glory to God. He's Lord. Praise God. <laughs> Glory to God. Father, we thank you so much for Jesus. We thank you. <laughs> Praise God that you've given him the name that contains all power. Sickness has to bow. Lack has to bow. Demons have to bow. Darkness has to bow at the name of Jesus. So we bless you and we praise you. Now as we approach the word of God, we thank you that the word is alive, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And as I minister the word this morning, I thank you that you'll give me utterance in Holy Spirit to speak a now word to your people. I declare and I decree that every heart and every mind is ready to hear, receive, and then do the living word of God. So we thank you for transformation in the lives of your people. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. High five two or three people and say, let's get into this word. And you may be seated. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Praise God. Praise God. Well, it's great to see everyone uh, on today. Just want to uh, remind you, I know it doesn't need much reminding, but uh, next week is our Resurrection Day celebration. It's Easter Sunday. Uh, we have available for you at the Welcome Center some flyers that you can grab. Uh, take as many as you're going to use and invite your family and friends because we believe that next week's uh, presentation, both 10 a.m. and at 4 p.m., will be simply life-changing. Amen. And so this is a good opportunity uh, to uh, invite those that are far from God, those that don't typically come to church, make sure that you encourage them and say, listen, we have a drama presentation. Just come and enjoy it. And when they come, we believe that their hearts will be open and God will minister to them. Amen. Praise God. So make sure you take, uh, take advantage of these uh, located at the Welcome Center uh, in the lobby. Amen. Praise God. Did you pull that thing in? Okay. Just want to uh, just announce or let you know, uh, if you're parents of young people, uh, we're hosting a youth conference on this Friday and this Saturday. This Friday and this Saturday. It is not our conference. We're just letting uh, them use our building, our facility, uh, but it's in uh, partnership with uh, Pastor Josue Antigua. Uh, he was one of our speakers last year at the International, uh, International Month, but he has a conference every single year for young people, and uh, he's going to use our facility this Friday and this Saturday. And so I want to encourage you, uh, if you're even young at heart, amen, come out on uh, Friday and Saturday. I think services begin, yeah, services begin at 7 p.m. Uh, it's going to be a great time. So uh, come help them have a successful event uh, as uh, they're taking place here at the building. Amen. Praise God. All right. Who's ready for the word? Praise God. Now, I am going to spend just about a few minutes later on uh, about vision, um, but I was uh, in a betwixt between the two um, because I, I believe we're in a flow with the word of God. And um, my heart wasn't at a place to break the flow, uh, just to, to talk about uh, vision, Sunday, those kind of things. And so we're going to flow with the word first, and then we're going to take some time to talk about vision later. Is that okay? Because I need you to get this word 
to help accomplish some vision. Does that make sense? Praise God. So John chapter 10, verse number 10, we, most of us know it pretty well um, by now, but it's our, our foundational text for our year's theme being the year of enjoyment. Um, it says the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus said, I came that they may have and enjoy life. Shout with me this morning, enjoy life. Enjoy. Have and enjoy life and have it, what, an enjoyable life in abundance to, uh, in abundance to the full until it overflows. Amen. So God wants us to not only enjoy life, but have an overflowing life. Praise God. And so it's our year that we're going to experience joy unspeakable and full of glory, and it's a year of having. Praise God. Shout this morning, say, I'm going to get my stuff. I'm going to get my stuff. Amen. And it's nothing wrong with that. Praise God. So we've been sharing with you on Sundays this series, The Power of a Seed, The Power of of a seed. And we let you know that power means ability, might, force, and strength. So we're talking about the might, the power, the force, and strength of a seed. Now, the definition of seed is its origin, its provision, it's uh, the word of God, and it's whatever a man chooses to sow. All right. So we've been uh, primarily focused on the word of God being the seed, because the Bible says the word is incorruptible seed. Praise God. And I made this statement that the most powerful seed in the universe is the Word of God. I'll say that again. The most powerful seed in the universe is what? Is what? The Word of God. And this is what I made a statement last week, that everything begins with the Word of God. Everything begins with the Word of God. Your success begins with the Word of God. Your good relationship begins with the Word of God. Your healing begins with the Word of God. Uh, everything uh, that you're going to get from God begins with the Word of God because the Word of God is the seed. It's our, our victory in seed form. Too often people want to jump over the Word and get the results of the Word. But you can't get results from the Word without using the Word. Are you with me? Amen. So we're talking about the power of the seed. So we talked about this process that goes on in a person's life to be able to manifest the word of God. Because we said that God spoke things into existence. Now, God spoke things into the existence because they, those things were first in him. And so if we're made in the image and likeness of God, we ought to have the same behavior as God. We speak things into existence. Can I get one amen on that? I say we speak things into existence. We don't, we don't create things with our hands. We don't work hard by the sweat of our brow. No, we speak things into existence because that's how God does it. He said he calls those things that be not as though they were. That make sense? But now, why was it so effective for God? Because everything God spoke into existence was first in him. And so now, if we use that as our model, as our example, we got to get some things in us and then bring them forth as we speak them. Come on, somebody. All oh, glory to God. Okay, all right, just stay with me. Just stay with me. I'm going to help you today. I guarantee you I'm going to help you today. If you, if you listen to me and receive what I'm saying today, your life is going to drastically change. Not tomorrow, but when? Today. No use waiting Tomorrow for what you can get today. Am I right about it? 
Okay, praise God. So we said we have the seed, which is the word of God, and we receive the seed, number one, by hearing it, somebody t- teaching it to it, or you getting in the word yourself and studying it and meditating on it yourself. So we have, now we have the seed of the word. That seed is then planted on the heart of man, okay, the heart of man, which is the ground in which the seed is planted into, all right? It's the heart of man. It's the uh, part of us that uh, is the production center. Um, Proverbs says, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it, out of your heart, flow the issues of life. Jesus says, out of a good heart, good treasure of a man's heart, he brings forth good things. Got it? So we put that word where? In our heart. Once that word gets in our heart, the faith that's in our heart fertilizes that seed and causes growth. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Okay. Then that growth comes up, and we say growth shows up as an image. Everybody say image. Image of what? Image of what you've been meditating on. So now if I'm meditating the word of God on healing, if I'm looking at Isaiah 53, Matthew 8, 1 Peter 2, 24, Psalms uh, 103, if I'm looking at all those things and I'm meditating that word, with his stripes I am healed, with his stripes I am healed, with his stripes I am healed. I'm hearing about it, I'm meditating it, I'm putting it in my heart, faith is fertilizing it. If I'm doing that on a constant basis, guess what? I'm going to create a picture in me of me being healed. Independent of what report I have, if I meditate the word and grow that picture in me, I'll start seeing myself healed more than I see myself sick. Is everybody clear? Now, once I start seeing myself healed, guess what? I start acting like I'm healed. I start talking like I'm healed. I start praising God as if I'm healed. Amen? What am I doing? I'm bringing forth what I built on the inside of me. You're hearing me this morning. And then once that image gets on the inside, then we reap the harvest, praise God, because once you can see it, you can be it. Come on, somebody say, if I can see it, I can be it. Y'all not convincing this morning. Say, if I can see it, I can be it. Shout, if I can see it, I can have it. If I can see it, I can do it. Y'all with me this morning? But notice, look at the process that goes through it. Now, again, let me, let me, let me bring um, harmony to this. I don't think that it needs to take a long time for you to build an image of what God's Word says about you if you're diligent about it. I believe to the point where you can come in here and want, hear one lesson and see what you need to see in the Word and get it the same day. Why wait if it's available right now? Come on, why wait? Why wait? It is not like you studying for a final exam for a, a postgraduate degree. No, no, no. This, this word is live. It's energizing. Praise God. It has the life of God in it. And boy, I tell you what, when your spirit, when your heart is prepared to receive the word, it's deposited and all of a sudden it just bursts something on the inside of you and you just bring it forth. Amen? So we want to take that thought, and that was a brief review, and, uh, and, and, uh, and look at some more things on the day. Because the kingdom of God operates like this in every single arena. Jesus said in Mark 4, he says, The kingdom of God as is, is as if a man cast seed in the ground. 
He goes about his business, sleeps, rises night and day. The seed springs up and grows. The man knows not how. He says, then first the blade, then the ear, then the full corn in the ear. But when the harvest is come, immediately the, he puts in the sickle, glory to God, and he reaps in what he's produced with the seed that he's sown. So the kingdom of God operates by sowing seed. So if you sow the word, you got a harvest coming. Come on, y'all. If you receive me sowing seed in your spirit today, you got a harvest coming. It'll show up in blade, then it'll show up a little bit more, but then all of a sudden the full, full corn in the ear comes, and you just take it and bring it into your life. Are you hearing me? And so, I want, again, I want to encourage you, make the word of God important. But see, it's challenging sometimes because the word doesn't, the word by itself doesn't appear victorious. Because of the seed. But if you take that word and plant it, it'll, it'll grow up into victory. Okay, praise the Lord. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let me, let me stick to my, uh, my lesson. Okay, go to 2 Corinthians chapter number 3. Say with me this morning, image. Say it again. Image. This is important, and this is what I want to uh, focus in on today as we kind of wrap this up. All right, image. You grow an image using the seed of the word of God. You might, be, you might not even be able to put two nickels together. But the word of God says he supplies all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But see, he supplies all your need according to his riches and glory. It's not cash in your hand yet. It's seed. So now if I take that word, he supplies. I don't have two nickels to rub together right now, but I got a seed. He supplies all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So what, am I, what do I do? I stop looking at not having two nickels to rub together. And I put my eyes on the seed. And I begin to say, plant it. He supplies all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. The devil pops up and says, you don't even have two nickels to rub together. What are you talking about? What I'm talking about is he supplies all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ. You can't even pay your bills right now. I, it doesn't matter. He supplies all my need according to his riches and glory by who you think you are you are just making a fool of yourself you ought to just keep quiet and keep begging god to do something no he supplies all my need according to his riches and glory by christ Jesus. after a while the voice of the enemy was silent and you begin to hear the voice of the spirit i supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by christ jesus and that image begins to grow. And all of a sudden, your head begins to lift up. And your shoulders begin to get square. And you start saying, oh, hope. Hope. What's hope? Expectation. Ooh, I expect that I'm, I'm not going to be in this season much longer. 
Glory to God. Because the seed of the Word of God is working on the inside. I'm seeing myself being able to meet every need according to God's riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And I begin to say that and declare that. Now all of a sudden, all the resources that I need begin to come to me. Glory to God. From the north, the south, the east, and the what? Expected and unexpectedly begin to come to me. And all of a sudden, I'm meeting my needs. Are y'all seeing this? Because the devil will try to talk you out of everything in this book. Everything. The devil will never tempt you to obey God. Amen. So only things he tempt you to do is things outside the word of God. Amen. What are you trying to do? He's trying to grab. He's trying to steal that seed because he knows if he get that seed, he's got your victory. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Okay, so uh, that, that, was, that was a little bonus. I won't charge anything for that. Praise God. All right, look at this. Uh, let's go to first, uh, excuse me, Second Corinthians chapter 3 because we talk about this image. It's talking about this image. And man, this, this scripture dropped in my spirit early this week, and I tell you what, it's, it's powerful. Second Corinthians 3.17. Are you there? The Amplified says, Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty, emancipation from bondage, freedom. Shout where the Spirit of the Lord is, and it's here, there is freedom. So I receive my freedom right now in Jesus' name. Shout I'm free. That's where the Spirit of the Lord is. There's liberty. The Spirit is here. So if the Spirit is here, there's liberty here. Amen. But look at verse 18. Verse 18 says, And all of us, with an unveiled face, because we continue to behold in the Word of God as in a what? Mirror. The glory of the Lord are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in ever-increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Praise God. Shout, I'm changing. Yeah, yeah. The Bible says that with unveiled faith, in other words, with the covers removed off our eyes that the devil wants to blind us with, 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 those, with the veil removed. Because, see, the devil wins when he, when he puts a veil over you and causes you not to be able to see what God wants you to see. He wants to blindfold you to the goodness of God. He wants to blindfold you to the power of God. He wants to blindfold you to the promises of God. When you can't see, you can't be. Anybody watched National Geographic before? How about any shows about oceanography, all those kind of things? Yeah, you know, they, they, they get in this little bubble ship, this little, little submarine. Um, I know that's not my lane because I ain't going, <laughs> praise the Lord. I watch them. That, that's a little bit too tight for the brother, man. Praise. So they get in this little thing and they, they drop and they just keep going, 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 going. This is going, going, going. They want to study the ocean floor. Whatever. And they get down there, but if you notice, the, the deeper they go, 
the darker it gets. So they, show, they throw on these, these bright LED lights, and it brightens up everything. And they see fish running, fly, you know, swimming across and stuff. But when they hone in on some fish, there's some fish that don't even have any eyes. You ever notice that? Because when you dwell in darkness, you can't see. And if you can't see, you don't need eyes. So the devil wants to keep you in darkness because he wants to take away your eyes. Because when you can't see, you can't be. Are y'all with me this morning? When Samson, Samson, dude was supernaturally strong, so like me. Don't, don't, don't hate, don't hate, don't hate, don't hate, just participate, all right? Don't, don't, don't let my statue fool you. But he was supernaturally strong. This boy, he, he just, he just, nobody could, nobody could stand against him. But he started laying down with somebody that he shouldn't be laying down with. Mm-hmm, y'all fill in the blanks. Why are you so strong, Samson? Why are you so strong? How you be so strong, Samson? Ooh, you so strong. Ooh, look at your muscles. Ooh, Samson, you so strong. How you be so strong, Samson? Ooh, tell me, Samson. Tell me your secret. First few times saying, I ain't messing with you, girl. But Samson... Tell me, Samson, why are you so strong? Samson. I told y'all, y'all don't have to watch soaps. Just read your Bible. <laughs> it's all in there. Everything that's in the soaps is in the Bible. And Samson says, I'm, my hair has never been cut. And if my hair is cut, I'll lose my strength. Oops. She ran and told the enemy cut his hair, took his strength away. But what I want you to understand is the first thing they did after they captured him is they took out his eyes. Why? They took his vision. Because when you can't see, you can't be. And that's the enemy wants to do. He wants to take the word away from you because the word is what gives you sight. The word causes you to see when you don't see. Come on, I, I'm in lack right now, but the word shows me and lets me see abundance. I'm, I, got a, a, I got a diagnosis from the doctor right now, but the word causes me to see healing. So if he, if he takes the word, then he takes what, what I need to see beyond where I am. And if I can't see, I can't what? Be. So he's saying here in 2 Corinthians, he's saying, I look at the word without being veiled by the enemy's ploys. I look into as if it is a mirror, the word of God. And as I stay looking in the word of God, being my mirror, I'm being transfigured day by day from one position of glory to another. What's causing that to happen? What I'm looking at. What I'm looking at. Anybody, uh, well, every, most everybody have a phone these days, right? Smartphone. Some of y'all still working with a flip phone. Bless your heart. 
But um, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pray for you and pray with you. Amen. But we got a smartphone. We can take pictures. I mean, it, it, just, it just does everything. It searches the internet. And, I mean, it, it, you just, you got the whole world in your hand, right? But how many of you have taken a phone and taken a selfie? Come on. Don't lie in church now. Don't lie in church. You've taken your phone and you've taken the selfie. So what do you do? You pick it up. And, and, and would y'all stop taking them selfies with y'all lips poked out? We done with that. Come on, that's, that's just, just, just take the picture and move. I'm trying to figure out what, I mean, what's the point? I mean, are you inviting something or what are you, what are you trying to do? Are you saying I'm inviting, what, what, I mean, every, every, every just stop. I made somebody upset now because your whole wall is just full of stuff with your lips poked out. It's either your lips poked out or your hind parts are poked out. Oh, Lord, y'all, oh, Lord, I lost my crowd, I lost my crowd. Come on, come on back, come on, tell your neighbor, say, come on back to church, come on back to church. I mean, what, what is that, what is that, is that, is that an advertisement or something? What, what's, what's going on with that? Is it an advertisement? What is it saying? Come get it or what? <laughs> Y'all all right? I, hey, I'm just saying. Because you communicate a lot. Is it desperation that you're working with or what? Oh, no. Okay, everybody lift your right hand and say, thank you, Jesus. Now lift your left hand and say, glory to God. Okay, now let's, let's get on back now. Let's get on back. Because some of y'all are like, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. So anyway, we, we're familiar with selfies, right? <laughs> They're like, oh no now. <laughs> I got to go update my wall. Yeah, we've ever, but we take, we, we, pick, we, put that, we take that phone up and we take a snapshot. Can y'all, can y'all, 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 in, y'all in the moment now or what? And so, so you take them and, and then you say, okay, all right, all right, that's, that's a good one. And then this rascal got the nerve to have filters. Because I'll be seeing some selfies, I'm like, they don't look like that for real. You do too, so don't be, don't be looking at me. You, you be like, did they get some work done or something? 
Am I right or what? Mm-hmm. Put them filters on there. Be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it right there. That's it right there. And you post. And as soon as you post, you wait. What are you waiting for? Well, who's going to like this? And then, boy, you get super, when you get a comment, you're like, oh, Jesus, I know that's right. But you know what that's all about? Image. It's about image. But guess what? It's about the wrong image. Because that selfie does not portray the real you. That selfie portrays who you want others to think you are. Are y'all with me so far? Just imagine if we took as much time As we do, getting the right profile, having the right outfit on, the right shoes for that selfie. If we would just spend as much time as we do for that, in that. Listen, folks, beauty wouldn't be a problem. Because it would radiate from the inside of you. Instead of always trying to make it on the outside of you. Amen. Y'all with me? Say image. So where do we get our image from? We're supposed to be getting our image not from magazines. Not from other selfie photos. Not from what your friends are wearing or doing. We're supposed to be getting our image from what God says about you. Hear what I'm saying? But this is the whole ploy of the devil. The devil wants you to pay so much attention to your exterior image that you omit your interior image. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Now, this is what I'm not saying to you. I am not saying not to take care of yourself. But I'm saying to spend more time and pay more attention to the real you, not the house that you live in. Okay, I, I, maybe, maybe help you with this. Sometimes people spend a lot of time on the exterior of the house. The grass is mowed, the hedges are trimmed, the, everything is clean around them. You know, flowers are blooming and just beautiful. But if you stop by all of a sudden, you can't come in. <laughs> They'll talk to you on the porch. 
yeah, yeah, thanks for, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. It's good to see you. And, and you're trying to get in the house, and they're like, it's good to see you. What are you doing? Where are you headed to? And you're wondering why they're not letting you in. Because the inside don't look like the outside. Are y'all with me? Say image. Where should we get the image from? And we get it from planting the seed of the word of God in our heart. Go with me to Mark 5. As, as, I'm getting ready to wrap it up. Y'all all right? Praise God. Okay. Uh, maybe I told a fib. Okay. Um, we, just, we just flow. We'll, we'll do what we, we feel led to do, and then we'll... We lead the rest of God. Look at Mark 5, verse number 25. Powerful, powerful story uh, of Scripture, in, in Scripture. Powerful story. Mark 5, 25. It's a story with the woman with issue blood. Verse 25 says, Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. How long? That's a long time, isn't it? 12 years. And had suffered many things from many physicians, look at the, this is, look at the report she, was, she had. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but what? Rather grew worse. How many know that she was in a, she's in a predicament here? Bleeding for 12 years, have now exhausted all of her resources, trying to get help, but still has no help. But getting worse. But look at verse 27. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment, for she said, what? If I may only touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Verse 29 says, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. Glory to God. What, why am I showing you this? Because I believe that what she said to herself caused an image on the inside of her to become contrary to what she was experiencing in her life. So much so that it caused her to violate law come out of her house because in that day if you have if you were bleeding you could not be in public so she came she violated law and she came out and she touched Jesus's garment and she was healed why because I believe she saw herself healed because what she was saying to herself does this make sense then let's jump down to verse number 20, uh, 34 verse 34 of that same uh, chapter says and he said to her Look at this. Look at this right here. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Woo! Notice Jesus didn't say, my power, the anointing of God made you well. He says, daughter, your faith. Why? What she saw, she could become. If I just could touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. I can just see her now because the Bible says she heard about him first. So she heard something before he showed up. So she heard something about this man, Jesus, healing people. And so probably she was prompted by God, if I could just touch it. And she's probably sitting at her table. She's probably moving from the bathroom 
to the table, to the bed. Bathroom, all by herself, because she can't be around anybody because she's bleeding. For 12 years, she's like in solitary confinement. But she heard something. And then she said something. And then she saw something. Come on, she heard something. Then she said something. And then she saw something. This is all I'm trying to get you to do. I ask y'all to say a lot of stuff because I'm trying to get you to say something so you can see something. She heard something. She said something. And she saw something. And when she saw herself healed, if I may, and she heard Jesus coming down the road, I believe nothing could have stopped this woman because she was moving off of what she saw. And where did she see it? Inside. Because she couldn't see it outside because she was still bleeding. She was still bleeding when she touched Jesus' garment. Where did she see it? She saw it in her heart. Because she couldn't see it in the physical because she was still bleeding. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? No different. You got to say something contrary to what you're seeing. I see lack, but I got to say, I got to say abundance. Because I heard that he's a need meter. I heard that he was a provider. So I heard that he's a need meter and he's a provider, so I'm going to say something. Because when I say something, I'm going to start seeing something. And what I see by faith is going to override what I see in the natural. Oh, come on, shout somebody. Amen. Now, I know this is too e- sounds too easy because you want something hard. You want God to tell you to work for jobs and he'll bless you. Somebody said, no, Pastor, I don't see that. <laughs> you know why? Because at the end of the day, you want to take the credit. You want to tell people what you did. God's the one that gets the glory. He alone gets the glory. Are y'all with me? I got a word for you. The word of the Lord came to me and asked me to share this with you on today. So this is the word of the Lord. Today, everybody say today. Today is the day. No, you don't have to say that. Just say today. As you say it, if I say something, then I'll see something. So I'm going to say it, bless God. Well, hear it first. I like it, though. I, I, I like it, though, boy. I, I like it. I, 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 can sense, I can sense some of y'all, not physically or not, not literally, but I can sense some of y'all scooting up on the edge of your seat. I can sense you. You're like, come on with it, because I, I, I need some stuff changed in my life. Come on with it, Pastor. You better, you better do what you do. I sense that, boy. I like it, too, boy. This, this whoo, glory to God. You can, you, you, can cut, you can cut faith out of this atmosphere. Take it home with you, praise God. Here's the word of the Lord. He said today. Now say today. <laughs> he said, told me to tell you, he said, today is the day that your net worth increases. Okay, I, 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 a few of y'all didn't hear what I said. He said, today is the day that your net worth increases. So now you heard something. Now, what do we do with it? 
Come on, so say it. Today is the day that increases. Today. 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 Not tomorrow, but when? Today. Well, pastor, well, pastor, where you get that from? I got it from the Spirit of God, but here's the word that backs it up. Here's the word that backs it up. Psalm 115, verse 14. Psalm 115, verse 14. Because every word of God needs to be backed up by the word of God. If you got folk prophesying over you, you can't find it in the Bible, forget it. You got somebody come and tell you that's your, that's your wife over there, and you look at them and you don't think they're good, say so that ain't in the Bible right there. Because the Bible says a man who finds a good thing, finds a wife, he finds a good thing. That ain't good right there. See, y'all thank me later. Because you wake up three years later, it's like, I should have stayed myself single. But you listen to somebody that had spaghetti last night and heartburn, and so he feel, he feel it was God. But it wasn't nothing but that spaghetti moving on inside of him. Tell neighbors, I'm glad you came to church. I'm glad you came. Ooh, I'm glad you came to church today. Praise God. Look at this. Here's, a, here's, the, here's the seed. Here's the seed that produced that word. You got it? Here it is. May the Lord give you what? Give you what? More and uh-huh, you and your children. So now shout, today, today is, the is the day my net worth. My net worth. Come on. What? Increases. Increases. So you have the word of the Lord, scripture. Now it's up to you. You now, it's up to you. Are you going to hear that and say it? Well, pastor, pastor, I... I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the negative. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in the, I'm in the red. Doesn't matter. Because today is the day your net worth increases. Same way with that woman with the issue of blood. She's bleeding, but she says, if I can touch this garment, I shall be healed. Doctors have disappointed her all throughout the time. But she said something when she still had what she had. So you can't wait for things to change to declare what you want. You got to declare what you want in the face of what you're facing. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Let's go a little further. Let's go a little further. Go a little further. Oh, man. Four things you got to consider. I'm wrapping it up now, okay? Just need about eight more minutes. Four things you got to consider when we're talking about the power of the seed. You got to, number one, consider the seed itself. The seed itself. Now, you cannot go wrong with the Word of God. So now, we talked about other things being the seed. Your attitude, your emotions, your own words, your work ethic. All these things are seeds. So now, when you're going through our life and you've got an attitude with somebody and you're about to say something to them, you've got to ask yourself, is this the seed I want to sow? Is, is, is this what I really want to sow right now? And your flesh is going to be saying, yes, 
Yes, yes, yes. This is exactly what we want to do. Come on, come on. Am I right? But then you remember the word says, now if I sow to you flesh, if I, sow, if I, if I yield to you flesh, then I'm going to get a harvest of destruction. Is this the seed I really want to sow right now? And so you got somebody looking at you, waiting on the comment, but you're like, no, no, that's okay. What do you mean it's okay? You, you ain't got nothing to say? You're like, Jesus, be a fence all around me every day. So I'm asking you to protect me as I travel along the way. I know you can. I know you will. Fight my battle. If I just be still, Lord, be a fence. Come on, talk to me, somebody. Because you're like, I'm giving you a way out, but, you, but, 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 you, but you're pushing. But you remember, flesh, if I yield to you, I'm going to reap destruction. That's okay, that's okay, that's okay. Take, take, your, take your stuff somewhere else, take your stuff somewhere else. I, I'm, I'm going back over here and do what I got to do, so bless you. What, you don't want none of this? You don't want none of this? You don't want none of this? What, 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 what? Okay, the song didn't work. Because the devil's going to take you to the very end. The very end of your rope. Because he wants to draw that flesh man out. Because he knows that if you, if you yield to the flesh, then the only thing you can reap is destruction. So you got to ask, is this the seed? I really want to sow. I can see some of y'all married, married folks now this week. You're going to look at your spouse because you know that look. You're going to be like, is this the seed? that you want to sow right now. I can see it already, y'all. Are you sure this is the seed that you want to sow? Because you know pastor said, so you always going to bring me in it. You know pastor said, if you sow to the flesh, you're going to reap some destruction. I know y'all, you're going to use it on somebody. So you ask yourself, is this the seed? Is this really the seed I want to sow? So when we're talking about the power of seed, we got to first consider the seed. Because the seed is going to determine, ultimately determine the harvest. So is this what I want to sow now? Do I really want to have an attitude in this moment? Huh? Y'all talking? Y'all listening? Okay, second thing we have to consider, we have to consider the, sow, the actual sowing of the seed. 
because a seed won't germinate unless it's sown. So now if you keep those thoughts and those words within you, then you won't have to worry about them coming up. But as soon as you let them go, they'll be planted. There's some people that don't like you today because not because of who you are. It's because of what you said to them. Because you sow the seed that they allow to be planted in them. Glory to God. Pastor, go ahead and teach the word. You just do your thing. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself in the word, in the Lord, because... <laughs> Y'all looking like, ooh, that was a low one, Pastor. That was a low one. Trying to catch my breath. No. And you think, you think it's them. But the reason why they don't like you is because of what you said to them. And they received it as seed, and it has grown a, a harvest in them. That's why they can't get, get with you anymore. They just stuck up. No, it ain't nothing about this stuck up. It's what you said. Okay, all right, all right, I, I, I pray the Lord. I said eight minutes. I'd use seven on that, Lord Jesus. You also, number three, got to consider the ground in which you're sowing into. The ground in which you're sowing into. We looked at already the, the, the four types of ground that Jesus talked about in the parable of sower. You got to look at what ground you're sowing into. Always look for good ground to sow into. Jesus made this statement. He said, never cast your pearls before swine. In other words, don't put, the, well, don't put what precious in that which can't receive it. When people stop hearing you, stop trying to press the, press the moment. Because they didn't close the ground up. Just move on. Jesus said, he sent the disciples out. He says, let's go in every house. The ones that receive you, fine. The ones you don't, come out the house and keep it moving. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because they're not, they're not good ground. And so why are you trying to put precious seed in the bad ground? Because it's not going to bring back the harvest that you want. Now, this is, go, look, go look at your Bible. Jesus says, knock the dust off and keep it moving. Well, Pastor, you are just so inconsiderate. No, that's what Jesus said. He would know better. He says, just, just keep it moving. Amen. Now, I'm called to a lot of people. Some of them don't realize it yet. But I'm called to a lot of people. But there are some people that won't hear me. And I can't, I can't fuss with them about that. Amen? And then the fourth thing we got to consider. Oh, Jesus. I didn't say, oh, Jesus, because of the point I'm saying, oh, Jesus, because of what I left on my page. The reaping of the harvest. The reaping of the harvest. Now, I need to get... A two-minute extension. 
Ah, oh, Jesus. The reaping of the harvest. Because, listen, when you sow bad seeds, the reaping of the harvest is automatic. Automatic. Some of y'all like, whoa, that was way back. <laughs> but have you noticed when you sow bad seed, it just seemed to come up? And then you go sow good seed and you're like, where is it? You ever notice that? Why? Because the devil is behind the harvest of bad seeds. And he wanted to destroy you anyway, so he just opens the floodgates. God is behind the harvest of the good seeds, and his principle is you got to pull it in by faith. Y'all with me? So, reaping the harvest. you got to reap your harvest with a sickle. The Bible says when the harvest is coming, you got to put in the sickle. Now, we know it's not a real sickle wooden handle with a metal blade. We know that's not it. So, what is the sickle we ought to use as believers based on the word to reap in the harvest? And I'm about to tell you, it is the words that come out of your mouth. Psalm, uh, excuse me, Isaiah 49, 2 says this, And he has made my mouth like a what? Sharp sword. Okay, is it up there? Isaiah 49, 2, real quickly. Isaiah 49, 2. Amen. Did I give it to you? No, don't worry about it. Y'all listen to it. And he has made my mouth like a sharp sword. Okay? Yeah, there it is. Sharp sword. So your mouth, your tongue, the words out of your mouth is the sickle we use to reap in the harvest. Got it? Hebrews 4.12, we'll close with that. You have that one? Hebrews 4.12. Hebrews 4.12. Okay, New King James Version. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than a, what, two-edged sword. So now if my mouth is a sword and the word is a sword, if I put the word on my mouth, I can do some reaping. Y'all see that? My mouth is a sword. The word of God is a two-edged sword. If I put the word of God on my mouth, I can start reaping some things. That's why I said earlier, you hear something, say something, and see something. See, the principle of faith requires that faith is released by the words of your mouth. So what's today, folks? Remind me what today is. Say it again. When, when is it going to increase? So now when you go home and your bank balance is the same, what, 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 huh? When you, when you open up your mailbox tomorrow and there's an unexpected bill in it, huh? No, 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 no. We in tomorrow now. Yesterday was the day my net worth increased. Come on, come on. Next payroll, they make a mistake and short your check. Two weeks ago was the day, come on y'all, y'all gotta get with this, was the day that my what? Net worth increased. 
And the whole time, what are you building? You're building a picture, an image of net worth going up in you. And when it's all of a sudden, it's going to just not going to be something that you say because you, was, you know, so say it. It's going to be something to say because of what you believe. And the moment those two hit together, boy, you better watch out. Something about to pop off. One more scripture, and I promise. One more scripture. Mark eleven twenty three. Come on, Mark eleven twenty three. Ah, Jesus. Mark eleven twenty three. Woo! Glory to God. That was for a few of y'all that's trying to fight that nap. This is too important. Tell your neighbor, say, this is too important for you to be going to sleep right now. Go to sleep on the ball game. Don't go to sleep on this. You go on, get up and walk in the back, man. Dude, walk back and forth. And don't, you ain't going to bother nobody. Just, you got to get this. You got plenty of opportunity to take a nap. Do it then. Oh, I got to get my crowd back in. Mark 11. I'm a pastor. I got to do some pastoring. Amen. Because in six months, I don't want to be able to recognize you. In six months, I want to see some of the stuff that you've been building on the inside of you coming on the outside of you and say, ooh, did you do something different? Yeah, pastor, I've been, I've been working with this word. I want to be able to look outside and be like, now who caused that? I ain't never seen that car before. Come on. See, that's what I want in six months. So I can't let you sleep this month if I wasn't expecting that in six months. Go sleep some other time. Not now. It's too important. Tell you other people say, you too is too important. Now look back at him and say, now go to bed earlier. <laughs> See, it's an easy fix for all this stuff. It's an easy fix. Easy fix. You know you're going to church on Sunday. Don't be out all night on Saturday. Now I just stole some of y'all joy now. Mark eleven twenty three. I'm just here to make you better, that's all. That's all. What would you think if I was up here teaching and like to hold on a minute? And I sat down and I took me a little cat nap. <laughs> what would y'all think? Well, what's going on here? And I, I asked one of my boys, bring me, bring me a pillow real fast. And I, I just lay out on him like, man, I'm tired, man. I've been out all night long. I've been up all night looking at this word for you. I need a nap, man. And, and y'all, y'all just hold on. Just hold on. Give me 15 minutes and I'll be back with you. He'd be like, oh, what? I didn't come here for him to go to sleep on me. So why you think I want you to come here and go to sleep on me? Amen. Some of y'all be gracious. You'd be like, oh, pastor, so tired. Pastor, so tired. You give me, you give me, you give me another chance. You'll come back next week. But if I did it two weeks in a row, nah. He needed a doctor. Winnie teaches him. I don't know. <laughs> okay, Mark eleven twenty three. Come on, <laughs> y'all all right? Oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. Okay, we're in good shape. Look at this. For for surely, for surely. 
Yeah, I say to you, whoever, what's the next word? Whoever what? Notice it didn't say complain. Notice it doesn't say fusses. Notice it doesn't say cries. Notice it doesn't say murmur. It says what? For surely I say to you, whoever what? Whoever what? To this what? Mountain. Mountain is anything in your life that's in your way of progress. That's a mountain. Listen, folks, God didn't call us to be mountain climbers. He called us to be mountain dissolvers. See, climbing a mountain takes work. Dissolving a mountain takes faith. You got that? See, if I'm going to climb that mountain, I got to work. I got to pack a backpack. I got you know, to put a tent in there. I got to get food in there. I got I to prepare for that. I got to climb that mountain. It's going to take me a while to get over that mountain. But faith says, mountain, be removed. What's that work? work is, that work is faith. That work is believing. Mountain, be removed. We've been trying to climb it. I know because we've been saying it so often. I'm climbing up. No, 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 no. I don't climb a mountain. I dissolve it. Mountain. Be removed. What did he say? He says, whoever what? Says. Didn't say murmur. Doesn't say complain. Doesn't say cry. Doesn't say climb. It says, whoever says to this mountain what? What do you say? Be removed and what? Be cast into the what? Sea. Why? Because the sea is the only place you can hide a mountain. You can't hide a mountain around the corner. You can still see it. The sea is the only place you can hide a mountain. That's why Jesus says, tell it to go in the sea. So you can't see it. And does not doubt in his heart. Now, folks, why are you not doubting? It's because you already see it in here. See, you're already convinced, you're already confident of his existence because you built it in you first. So when you say it, you don't doubt it. Oh, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. Praise God. This is good preaching. Praise the Lord. Be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but what? Believes. So your work is to do what? Say and believe. What? Say and believe. What? Say and believe. That those things he says, not what those things he says, not what God says, but those things he says, because you've taken what God says and built it in you, and now you made it personal. Those things that you say will come to pass, what's going to happen? You will have what you say. So what's today? So now, that word in and of itself is talking to lack and said, lack, you got to go. Insufficiency, you got to go. Less than, you got to go. Money being funny, change being strange, that stops today. Because today is the day that my what? Net worth, what? increases. And so I'm going to walk in tomorrow and I'm going to say, yesterday was the day that my net worth increased. I'm going to walk in Tuesday. 
Sunday was the day that my network was increased. I walk into Wednesday, Sunday was the day. Sunday, April 14th was the day that my network increased. Next Sunday, last Sunday was the day that my net worth increased. Glory to God. I'm not going to bring it up every day. I'm going to keep it today. Because the day is the day that your net worth increases. Anybody receive that? Jump to your feet and let's give God praise. Come on, get, get, give God praise. Anybody get anything this morning? You get anything out of this lesson? Now, do you believe you're equipped enough to go get some things done? Huh? What do we start with? Word. We hear the word, study the word, then we what? Say the word. And as we say the word, we start what? Seeing the word. And we start seeing the word, it'll start drawing those things to our lives in Jesus' name. Amen? Father, I thank you so much for your goodness. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for helping me help your people. Now, Father, as we have been equipped to manifest whatever it is we desire using the seed of the Word of God, I thank you that the people under the sound of my voice, whether present or online, will start seeing those things they have been saying suddenly in Jesus' name. I speak to everything that's been holding their manifestation back. I speak to everything that's been hindering their progress, and I cancel it now in Jesus' name. Every assignment, every weapon that the enemy has formed is canceled, and it will not prosper in Jesus' name. Ah, glory to God. I release freedom to receive in their life in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Head by the eyes closed. Nobody walking, nobody moving. I want to make sure that everybody's spiritual need is met today. Everybody's spiritual need is met. First of all, if you're here and you're not saved, then today is your day. This is your time. This is your moment. And what I'm talking about is if you're here and you've never invited Jesus into your heart, you never received him as your personal Lord and Savior, right now, right now is your time. So if you would say, Pastor, I'm not saved. I'm not invited Jesus into my heart. But I want to get saved today. I, the Word of God and the Spirit of God today has ministered to me, and I want to give my heart to Jesus today. If that's you, would you stretch forth your hand so we can recognize it? Because we want to pray with you to receive Jesus in your life today. Would you lift your hand if that's you? Pastor, I'm not saved, but I want to be saved. Would you pray for me? Would you pray for me? Okay. Secondly today is this. If you're here today and maybe you did invite Jesus into your life at one time, but for whatever reason, you've fallen out of fellowship, you've fallen away from God. This doesn't mean that you don't love God anymore. It simply means that you're, you're not living the life that you said you would live when you received him as your personal Lord and Savior. I have great news for you because God not only forgives us, God also restores us. And so if you're here today and say, Pastor, I need to get my relationship right with God today, I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. Would you pray for me? If that's you, would you lift your hand as you're standing this morning? Praise God. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Is there others? Pastor, I want to get my relationship with God right today. I've been missing it with God, but it's time for me to get it right. Pray for me, Pastor. If that's you and you haven't lifted your hand, I need to see your hand at this time. We want to make sure you're included in the prayer. Praise God. Amen, amen, amen. 
Thirdly today is this. There's an experience that the Bible teaches for every born-again believer to receive called the baptism with Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. The Bible says that when the Holy Spirit comes up on us, praise God, we receive power to be witnesses for Jesus. And so if you're here this morning and you are saved, but you have not received this power, this power on your life to be a witness for Jesus, then t now is your moment. This is your time. So if you're here and say, Pastor, I'm saved, but I want that power that you talk about. I want that Holy Ghost power on my life that you're talking about right now. Would you pray for me? If that's you, would you boldly lift up your hand and say, Pastor, that's me. That's me. I want it for my life. I'm saved, but I want that power. I want that power. Would you pray for me? If that's you, would you lift up your hand? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Okay. And then lastly today is this. I believe, and I believe the Bible also teaches that every person should be connected to a good local church. And it's not a church just because it's closest to your home. It's a church that's true to the word of God. Because Jesus says the word of God is truth and the truth shall make you free. So if you're here today and you say, Pastor, I sense a connection with you as a pastor, and I sense a connection with this ministry, and I want to connect today. I want to become a part of Faith Christian Center International. If that's you, I just simply want you to obey God by lifting your hand and say, Pastor, that's me. I want to be a part of Faith Christian Center International. Receive me as a partner today in Jesus' name. If that's you, lift your hand. Thank you so much there. Thank you so much. Anyone else would say, Pastor, that's me. Receive me as a partner today in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, if you're watching this online and any of those opportunities were for you, praise God. Uh, make sure you reach out to us. Send us an email to the address that's on the screen behind me. We'll reach right back out to you. We'll celebrate with you, rejoice with you, send you some information in the mail uh, so that your walk with God can be started off on a right foot. Amen. So let's thank God for those who lifted their hands online, here and present. And if you did lift your hand, would you make your way to your nearest aisle? Grab your personal belongings and things. Make your way to your nearest aisle. Our ushers will escort you to our prayer area, and we're going to continue to rejoice for you. Come on, let's bless the Lord. Come on, let's give him a good God bless you. Come on. Think about if it was you. You want somebody celebrating you, amen? Praise God. God bless you. We know that every need of yours will be met in Jesus' name. Amen? Praise God. Okay, if you can be seated. Uh, just for a moment, I'll be real expeditious with this, um, but it's important that, that I take care of some things uh, on today. Uh, today is our Vision Sunday. Today is our Vision Sunday, and annually we have a Vision Sunday where we uh, ask partners to prepare uh, to sow an over and above offering uh, towards Vision to help us accomplish uh, at this moment uh, debt elimination and community impact. And so our vision here is to uh, reach, teach, and transform. Reach, teach, and transform. Three simple words that uh, encompasses our vision statement, uh, reach, teach, transform. That word reach means that we want to reach people from all walks of life. Reach people from all walks of life. We, we want to we get this word into everybody's life. I don't care who you are. We want to reach people from all walks of life. Secondly, this word teach we want to teach the truth of God's Word, the truth of God's Word. Unfortunately, not every church teaches truth. And that's a sad commentary, but it's a real commentary. But Jesus himself says it's truth that makes one free. And so if truth is never taught, 
then how can you ever be free? Amen. So we want to teach people the truth of God's word. And then third word, transform. We want to transform lives through the love and power of God. Through the love and power of God. We want to see people changed, transformed, completely different. We don't just want you to be, uh, we just want you to change on the surface. We want you to change from the inside out. Maybe you came in as a caterpillar. We want you to leave as a butterfly. Amen. Because there's higher heights that God wants you to reach. And you can't reach them being a caterpillar. You only can reach them being a butterfly. Amen. And we want to help you experience that transformation uh, in your life. Amen. So this offering that we're going to receive today, and the partners know about this, is not something that's um, a surprise to, to the partners that are here, uh, is for, the purpose is for, it's twofold. It's for debt elimination and community impact. And so we're going to take the, what we received today and we're going to apply it over and above what we typically pay uh, to reduce and eliminate the debt on this building to accelerate its payoff, all right? And so uh, we want you to sow into that and believe God that God will begin to eliminate some debt in your life as well. Also, we want to make impacts in the community. Last year, we was able to financially support uh, five local ministries uh, financially through your giving because we want to make an impact in our city. Jesus said we were supposed to reach the world, but we also were supposed to reach our backyard as well. And so last year, we was able to do that through your giving. And so uh, we are uh, a great blessing to them, and we want to do the same this year. Amen? Praise God. So I uh, want to share a couple of scriptures with you as we, uh, as we look. No, no, I need to look, t- tell you about this first. Um, here are some vision assignments. Here are some vision assignments that I want to uh, show uh, to you. Don't put it up there yet, if you don't, if you don't mind. And I, and I, I just want to be uh, a little bit transparent now. I found myself, I found myself not pushing vision as much as I needed to push vision because of some things happening and some, some rumblings within, within the house. But that was my fault, and I take ownership for that, and I'm here to let you know no more. We have to keep this, we have to keep the pedal to the metal. Anybody know that? when it comes to vision, because there is a lot more that God wants us to accomplish through this ministry of Faith Christians International. So we're going to always have a faith project before you, always. You're going to come in here, another project, yes. Why? Because we need to be exercising that muscle of, 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 of living by faith corporately as well as privately. Amen? And so here are our vision assignments that we want to accomplish uh, ASAP. Praise God. Finish, fill, furnish, and pay off the building. Finish, furnish, fill, and pay off the building. And man, I wrote that, getting these slides together, and I'm going to just let you know, I am tired of making that declaration. Because it should be done. I say this should be done. This place should be finished. This place should be filled. This place should be furnished. And this place should be free of debt. Come on, somebody believe with me. I said it should be done. So I'm declaring, I'm declaring by the end of 2019, we can remove that statement from my mouth. Okay, I got seven of y'all with me. That's okay. That's enough because Jesus says we're two or three. Because I know some of y'all, how are we going to do it? Don't worry about how you do it. Just, just, just believe. Just believe. Just, just don't say nothing against it. And watch and see what God does. You hear what I'm saying? 
Every seat in this house should be filled. We should have all the furniture we need in here. We need to have some lights in that parking lot. <laughs> Somebody said, amen. <laughs> you must be some part of the Wednesday night crowd, amen. <laughs> It'd be dark when we go out there Wednesday, but like Jesus, we're going to walk right to the car. <laughs> amen. No, we need some lights out there, man. So that's part of finishing the building. And we need to have absolutely no debt on this building because we got a bunch of ministry to do. Amen. Praise God. So y'all believe with me? I said, y'all believe with me? When it's going to happen? By the end of? We're going to take it off. We're going to take it off the confession. We're going to get it out of mouth because it's going to be a reality. Amen. Praise God. Life Development Center. It's part of our assignment of FCCI. We're going to establish a life development center. I've done some, some preliminary research. Looks like we're going to have to buy us a building in the city of Charlottesville to make it effective. Because right now, the public transportation don't come out this far. And we want to make sure that we're able to reach as many people as we can. And so we got to go to them instead of them having come to us. I said, we're going to buy a building. <laughs> you got it. Debt free, absolutely. Well, Pastor, we haven't paid off this one yet. She was still bleeding, but she said. Come on. <laughs> we just taught the lesson for y'all. International ministry. It's time for me to and us to get on the mission field. Amen. My voice needs to go, not just from Charlottesville, but I need to go put my voice into the lives of people all around the world. The international TV broadcast. Part of our assignment. We need to get back on TV. Amen. We need to preach to thousands and hundreds of thousands of people every single week. Because I know we have a, a, a powerful word that can change people's lives. And then a family life center. It is my desire that on the back of the property we build a family life center, which includes a gymnasium, a uh, weight room, uh, some meeting rooms, a uh, little indoor walk, walk around track. Uh, that's my desire because I want to minister to the whole family. And y'all ain't playing basketball in here. <laughs> Amen. So that's a desire. Now, Pastor, when all this going to happen? I don't know. But this is the more important question. Pastor, how is this, how is this all going to happen? By faith. I said by faith. By faith. I'm not asking any of you to pay for any of this. I'm, all I'm asking you to do is obey God. That's it. That's it. Got it? So don't, don't, don't get in unbelief talking about, I ain't got all that money to do that. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You just obey God. Because whatever God tells you to give, he'll give it to you. Amen? I said amen? So look at these two scriptures and then we'll receive today. Praise God. Look at these two scriptures. Uh, First Chronicle chapter uh, 22. Can you throw it up there for me? First, yeah, there we go. Look at this. First Chronicles 22, 5 says, Now David says, Solomon, my son, is young and inexperienced. But this is a statement that I like. And the house to be built for the Lord must, everybody say must, must be what? Exceedingly magnificent, famous and glorious throughout all the countries. Now, I don't know any more magnificent way to have a building than be debt free. Amen. We can paint and do all that later. We just pay this baby off, praise God. But look at what David said. Because of his belief, 
about the house of God being exceedingly magnificent. He says, I will now make what? Preparation for it. So that's why we started talking to y'all about this Vision Sunday last year. Because we want you to make preparation for it. Got it? So David made abundant preparations before his death. Now, I want to look at one more scripture because I want to make sure that you understand that David didn't just make turkey sandwiches for the workers. He did something tangible. Go to the next verse, please. 1 Chronicles twenty-two fourteen. Indeed, I have taken much trouble to prepare for the house of the Lord 100,000 talents of gold. Woo! And one million talents of silver and bronze and iron beyond measure. Couldn't even count it, for it was so abundant. I have prepared timber and stone also, and you may add to them. Now, I'm a math guy, so I want to know how much money David gave. One talent of gold in 2016 economy was worth $1.4 million. And he did 100,000 of them. <sighs> we calculated it wouldn't work. Calculate one trillions. He prepared for trillions for the house of the Lord in 2016 time. Of course, it wasn't worth that much then, but just kind of give you an idea. My whole point behind this, folks, is that when you have something of God in your heart, you make preparation for it. And so I trust that many of you have made preparation to give into this offering today. It's over and above to go towards debt elimination and community impact. If you didn't do a good job of making preparation, don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up because we, you have another opportunity. Amen? Praise God. So, ushers, go ahead and hand out the envelopes. They may have already have them, but quickly hand out the envelopes. And uh, listen, if you're, if you're visiting with us today, if you're a guest, hey, jump in. Jump in in whatever way that you can jump in on. We've asked our partners to um, prepare to give $1,000 towards this Vision Sunday offering. Uh, some will, some will do more, some will do less, but collectively, we believe we'll make it happen. And so if you want to jump in today, whatever level, it does not have to be $1,000. It could be 10, it could be 25, it could be 100, 500, whatever it is that's on your heart to give. But I encourage you to get in on this. I encourage you to get in on this. We're still rolling live. Okay, if you're watching this online, make sure you jump in on this as well. Jump on to the uh, push pay online, giving this. Be a part of what God is doing through this ministry of Faith Christians International. Powerful thing God has called us to. And, I, and, and, and it's a privilege to be a part of it in Jesus' name. Amen? Praise God. All right. All right. All right. We'll give you a moment to prepare and then we'll receive. So guys, yeah, I need two. Uh, two yeah, we walk on this one. Praise God. We walk on this one. And thank you so much for your patience. Thank you for not leaving and staying in uh, for this thing uh, on today. Praise God. Yeah, just, just right in front of each aisle for me. Just right in front of this planner right here. And right over there for me. Glory to God. Now, if you're ready to give, stand. If you're still preparing, just stay seated. But if you're ready to give, go ahead and stand. Uh, if you're still preparing, I'm not going to rush you. Just, just take your time and fill it out.